Hello, all my littles and my bigs. Barbara Jar back here with the marvel of my ordinary life. Episode number 55. Ha ha, you can't see me. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's one of those. You just never can be too sure about anything. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Barbara. She grew up to be me. And when I was little, I honestly thought I was really good kid. But when I tell these stories, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of times where maybe I wasn't. Well, to my defense, I do not think this was entirely my fault. I usually don't, but I really don't. I had gone from a private school with probably 22 kids in the entire class to a school where there was probably 40 kids in a class, and there were many, many, many classes. So there were thousands of kids in this school. When I started, I really didn't know anybody. So during lunch, I would try to kind of look at the different tables outside. Oh, where shall I sit? Who will be my friend? And I'm sure there's plenty of girls that would be friends. And later, after a few months, I did have lots of friends. But in the beginning weeks, it was hard. So one day, as I was walking around with my little lunch bag, looking for some place to sit, some place to have lunch, this kid comes up to me. Hey, new kid, you want to have lunch with me? I'm thinking, okay, this probably doesn't sound like my soulmate, but I really don't want to offend them. Plus, I don't have anything to do. So, okay, where do you want to eat? <laughs> I'll show you. Oh, God, this sounds like another one of my fabulously bad ideas. Follow this kid. We walked over to the gym. The gym was also the lunchroom when it was raining. It's all the tables folded up against the wall. And during the rain, they folded down. And there were so many kids in that room. Carefully around, opened up the side door, jumped in, pulled the door shut. And I thought, okay, this is kind of fun because I know we're totally not supposed to be in this room. And then we turned around. Even a better reason not to be in the room. The trampoline was set up. Oh, that looked like so much fun. The whole room was set up for gym class, probably for the seventh and eighth graders. While we were in the sixth grade, this was all brand new to us, which is even more of a reason why we should not have been doing this. We put our lunches down. We didn't even have to say anything. We just ran over and started jumping on the trampoline, which was also a bad idea because it squeaks, squeak, squeak, squeak. Anybody paying half of a bit of attention would have heard us. We jumped and jumped and jumped and laughed. And this kid, who I think her name was Polly, Polly kept trying to shove me. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I just kind of knock it. No, you're trying to shove me off. Mm-mm, no, that's not good. Yeah, I think I've got to eat my lunch. So I go over, flip myself off, kind of get my legs back under me because, you know, when you've been bouncing a bit, you're a little wiggly. Or go over and get my lunch. Look around, you know, where are we going to eat our lunch? Polly jumps off. Thunk. I'll show you. I got a good idea. So we go up onto the stage because back then the auditoriums, they called them multi-purpose rooms. They used them for gym class. They used them for play productions with a full-on stage and everything and curtains. It was pretty cool. As we crossed the stage to the back, there were stairs that went down 
to a door. It seems like a weird place to have lunch, Polly. And she goes, yeah, but we're not supposed to be here. So that's why it's fun. Plus, if anybody comes in, they won't see us. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, like they wouldn't have seen us on the trampoline. So, all right. Okay. So we're going to sit on the steps. And we really didn't have much time left. We went down the stairs, almost to the bottom, sat down. Polly, there is a door right here with this big window in the top half. You know, see how it's dark? It's that kind of glass where we can see out, but nobody can see in. So we're fine. I thought, okay, that's cool. But why would it be like that? Well, you know, when people are in their outfits for their plays, people can't see in, but the people can see out. So they know, is anybody coming? If I step out, like, will anybody see me? I thought, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. So we sat on the stairs, which was such a gross spot to be having lunch. It smelled like sweat. It smelled smelled like a gym would smell, you know, and there's probably a few socks laying down at the bottom and it was musty and I was like, oh, this is icky, but I don't want to be like, I don't want to do this because I wanted to be in with somebody and you all don't let people talk you into stuff. If you truly don't care for that person, you think this is not going to be a good idea, find a way to be out. I don't care if you have to say my stomach's upset, but anyway, I did not. I had no backbone. I sat down on the step and we started munching away at our sandwiches. As we're munching away, I'm looking out the window and I see the principal and the vice principal off in the distance coming down this very long hall from the front office. Polly, look, it's the principal and the vice principal. I hope they don't need to come in this door. She goes, they're not going to come in this door. Why would they come in this door? There's no reason. So just gosh, you're worried about everything. If you're going to be my friend, you can't be worrying about stuff. In the meantime, I'm watching them and they're getting closer and closer and they're talking and they have a clipboard and they're discussing whatever important thing they're discussing. And when they look up, I said, Polly, are you sure they can't see through this door? And she said, oh, good. I'm positive. Watch. We should shake our booties at the window. Shake our booties. They can't see us. Stick our tongues out. I'm like, well, I'm not shaking my booty. You shake your booty. So she turns around. I mean, it's not like she was butt naked or anything. She had her clothes on, but she's shaking her booty back and forth, back and forth, right at the glass. I start putting my fingers in my ears and wiggling my hands and sticking my tongue out. Ooh, how daring was I? And then I stopped. I said, Polly, they stopped. And she looked, she turned around and she looked. I was, uh-oh. And they start running and pointing at the window. It was not that kind of window. It was just tinted glass, regular old tinted glass. So basically it was framing us. It was highlighting us on that stairwell, wiggling booties and sticking tongues out. They were running up to the door. Polly said, run. We ran back up the steps. Keeping in mind, you all were sixth graders and have not been at school that long. Great way to get a reputation for the next three years. We're running up the steps, running across the stage. We left our lunch bags with our neatly printed names, as one was supposed to do, across the front. We ran across the stage, down the other side, past the trampoline, out the side door, bang, just as the bell was ringing. Mingle, is what Polly yells. We mingled into the crowd. We see the principal and the vice principal, so it was a man and a woman at the time, fly out the door right behind us with the lunch bags in hand, looking around the crowd. Well, they don't know us well enough to know which of the names match which of the kids. So we just kept going, kept going. 
Off we went to our two different classes. I didn't even get into the class when I heard commotion. I turned around and saw Polly with the principal holding her by the back of the shirt, marching her off to the office. And she was putting up a fuss. I was like, hey, cut it out. I'm going to tell my mom this is not okay. I thought, oh, I don't want that to happen to me. So as soon as I saw the vice principal reading the lunch bag, pointing to my classroom and saying, I'll be right back. I thought, oh, I'm just going to give it up. Give it up right now. And what did I start to do? Yeah, I was a crier. So I started crying and I just walked up to her and I'm sorry. And in the meantime, I hear Polly yelling down the hall. She made me do it. I would never do something like that. That new kid, she made me do it. What new kid, me? Okay, no, then I really started crying. The vice principal looked at me like, yeah, you don't actually look like the kind that would be getting into all this trouble. Just come on. We're going to have to call your mom and dad. Will you please call my mom? Maybe not my dad. I don't think he's going to be very happy. And well, sweetie, you should have thought of that before. Maybe think, maybe look around for some different friends. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. Called into the office. My mom got called. My dad was busy. Thank you. Holly's mom got called. I don't believe that there was a dad in the house. So it was her mom that came. Oh, you heard her. Break up to the curb. Bam, door closed, marching across the sidewalk. She didn't even ask what Polly had done. She just took her by the arm, drug her out to the car, opened the door, shoved her in, and left. The principal and the vice principal looked at each other like, oh yeah, she's going to be in trouble. Then it was my turn. Here comes my mom, carefully driving up, parks in a parking spot, closes the door, makes sure her hair's in place. Oh dear, let's go see what's happened now. Walking across the pavement over to the curb, opens up the door. Hello, I'm here for my daughter, Barbara. And she looked and saw me crying and she goes, Barbara, are you okay? Oh, mom, I don't think I choose friends very well. Oh, honey, what happened? And then that's when the principal and the vice principal took us all back into the principal's office. And he told her we had been jumping on the trampoline in the gym when it was closed and we were supposed to be eating our lunches. She looked at me and kind of shrugged her shoulders just the tiniest little bit like, well, it doesn't sound so bad. He just looked at me and said, but you know, Barbara, you could have fallen off and got hurt. And the principal and the vice principal said, exactly. She then crossed the stage with Polly, went down the back steps. And when we came walking down the hall towards that window, They shook their booties (gasps) and stuck out their tongues. My mother's face went red, and she was already a very pink person. You shook your booty, Barbara. I said, I didn't shake my booty, Mom. I would never shake my booty. I just stuck my tongue out. My mom. Her eyes got so big, and she put her hand (sighs) on her head and just started rubbing her forehead. Oh, honey, your dad's not going to be happy about this. Do we need to tell him, really? Maybe not. Maybe not. But you need to not do this again. And the principal and the vice principal looked at each other and said, you know, it's okay. She can go back to class as long as we know you're going to take care of this when she gets home. (sighs) Oh, yes. I will. Yes, I will. And she gave me a little wink, came over, gave me a kiss on the cheek. Okay, sweetheart, we'll see you at home. Hi, Liz. That meant I love you in secret. 
our family language. She said, I love mom. I wasn't even embarrassed about the kiss. I was just so glad she wasn't going to tell my dad and I got to go back to class. And honestly, when I went back to class, oh my gosh, kids are so weird. Then I got cool status. We're getting in trouble. I don't think cool status is worth it because that was terrible. I don't want to be in that kind of trouble. Mostly, I would like to say that I was a pretty good kid the rest of the three years. But honestly, I remember very well being in that office. Very, very well. And my mom having to come on several occasions. I don't remember what I did. I don't remember. But I probably wasn't an angel. That is for sure. Oh, so have fun at school. Don't get in trouble. Make your friend choices well. And don't be, don't be huge rascals. Just be little tiny rascals, okay? All right. Have a good year. See you later. Bye.